0: A word of warning before we get started. This episode contains depictions of physical violence and its psychological effects. It was a Friday afternoon in Mobile, Alabama, and the Davidson High School football team had just finished practice. As players started filing back towards the field house, 14-year-old freshman Rodney Kim Jr., Felt like something wasn't right.
1: You can look at someone's body language and tell when they're talking about you. They just
0: gave that look like we're gonna get you next. Rodney was worried because all week long he had seen what the older players had been doing to the new kids, like him.
1: At first it seemed like they were playing, which they were. Like it would be small stuff, they'll get shaving cream and slap you with it. But as it got closer to Hill Week, it got worse. I see, like, a couple of the upperclassmen football players with belts or just, like,
0: beating the absolute shit out of one of the freshman players. So, that spring day in 2018, with those images running through his head, Rodney paused outside the fieldhouse doors, unsure whether he should go in. That's when he heard banging.
1: They were banging on the door, waiting, like literally waiting on me to come. Somebody came up from behind me and picked me up. They brought me into the field house, and I was kicking and fighting, but I was surrounded. You know when you can feel someone over you when you sleep? I felt like a big presence above me, and that's when I felt somebody jump on top of me, and I heard a pop. And that's when I knew something
0: wasn't right. A dozen, maybe more, of his teammates punched him, kicked him, stomped on him. At least three people dove on him WWE style. I know this because someone recorded it on their phone. Rodney ended up with broken bones and other injuries he's still dealing with today. When the school trainer called his father, Rodney's dad just couldn't understand what the hell had
2: happened. I remember asking her, how? I mean, they're not supposed to be tackling and doing any contact drills yet. And she said, well, I think he was hazed.
0: Think back to your time in high school. Back to when you were a teenager. What did you have to do to fit in? How far did you go to be a part of the crowd? Would you consider it hazing? When I was in high school... I never even knew the word hazing. Sure, my friends and I would prank each other, slap a five-star on someone's back, deliver birthday punches to someone's shoulder, pants a friend who was jogging alongside you during track practice. But we were just playing around. It was nothing like what happened to Rodney Kim Jr.
2: Teammates threw Kim to the ground, stomped on him, and punched him repeatedly, throwing wild haymakers at him.
0: His story sent shockwaves through the community.
2: It's gruesome. It is shocking. And you can't believe that it's so heartless.
0: Yeah. And you can't believe that so many kids are standing around allowing it to happen. It even made ESPN in the National Evening News. Their son had just been promoted to the varsity team at Davidson High School in Mobile, Alabama. Instead, he needed surgery to repair his broken arm. But Rodney's story, it isn't some crazy outlier. These kinds of initiations happen in locker rooms, frat houses, and military barracks all the time. And today, they're happening in high schools all over the country, in all kinds of sports, way more often than you might think. It can start off as just kids being kids, horsing around, until it crosses some sort of a line. Hazing horror. New developments in that hazing scandal. It involves 17 varsity lacrosse players. High school football players arrested. Including aggravated sexual
3: assault. Attempted assault. Kidnapping. And criminal restraint. The targets? Younger and weaker players who were ambushed before football practice. The coach told him allegedly,
0: it's just baseball. Keep it to yourself. I'm Iggy Monda. And from Religion of Sports... And PRX, this is Roughhousing Through Rodney Kim's story and others, I'm going to try to understand what happens between a group of kids in a school, on a team, that leads to this kind of violence. And how these teenage rites of passage get so out of hand. I'll go inside locker rooms, hear about secret initiation ceremonies...
3: You get your phone taken away, and you can't contact anyone,
0: and then you're blindfolded, and then it just keeps going on and on and on and on. It was like, this is never going to end. I'll talk to kids who were hazed and others who did the hazing themselves.
1: I didn't question it being done to me, and I didn't question doing it to anybody else. I felt like I was doing them a service. Because this is toughening you up.
0: I'll ask, who should bear the responsibility when things go wrong? Is this all on the kids? What about coaches? parents, school administrators.
3: The principal decided not to tell us because Jordan had died anyway. So what was the purpose to tell us that he was hazed?
0: And ultimately, I'll try to understand why we haze in the first place. I mean, is it just human nature? Something we're bound to repeat over and over? Or does it reveal something more about who we are here and now? in this country. Hazing is just a grain of sand on a beach of violence in America. Stay with us.
3: Rodney made it look easy. He made it look so simple. He made it look like a cakewalk.
0: That's Mary Kim, Rodney's mother. I'm sitting with her at the Kim's home in Mobile.
3: And Iggy, I'm going to pull out that book of Rodney when he was in the Hall of Fame for the best baseball players in the nation.
0: We're going to spend the rest of this episode on Rodney's story. Because it tells us something about how hazing can get out of hand and the consequences. It's been more than four years since Rodney was attacked in that locker room. And no one in the family has been the same since. Especially Rodney. The way his parents talk about him... It's almost as if he's two different people. The Rodney before and the Rodney after. And the Rodney before, they believed he was going to be a sports star.
3: He was six years old. That's when the team went to the World World
0: Series. Yeah, T-ball. T-ball World
3: Series. Yeah, T-ball World Series. But it was 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 the World Series.
0: Yeah, it was six years old. Better than anything I've done. Yeah. had the team too.
3: They got to the last round, yeah, yeah, and played against a team out of from the Bahamas.
0: Bahamas,
3: woo! <laughs> those were teenagers. I'm sorry. Well, I'm telling you, <laughs> those, those boys, boys was big. big.
1: Six years old in the
3: world.
0: That guy you heard in the background—that's Rodney's grandfather. He was visiting when I sat down with Mary. He was also present at the exact moment when the family realized they had an athlete on their hands.
3: We knew. Our son had talent during Hurricane Katrina, 2005. We were at my in-law's house, and I had Rodney Jr.'s milk in a cooler. Of course, the ice had melted because of the heat within the house. We had no power. And I remember telling Rodney Sr., Oh, we're about to catch it. This boy's not going to like this bottle of milk.
0: No ice. Milk was hot. That's Rodney Sr. For clarity's sake, from now on, we're just going to call him Sr. And he was so upset because he loved cold milk that he
2: threw it. And when he threw it, it hit my mom and dad's wall.
3: And the bottle got stuck in the sheetrock. And I remember looking at Rodney and I was like, I think we have a child prodigy. We knew then he had an arm on him that can't be given from no one but God. As a 18-month-old baby, down. He put his hand on his knees, said. He gets down in the three-point stance, and when his dad would say, hut, 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 he's gone.
2: And it's like he was never scared. Actually, when the first time he played football, he was four, and I remember being nervous because he was so small, but he always wanted to play. One of the guys came flying around the end, and Rodney really didn't know what to do. He had him playing linebacker, and the guy, I mean, Just ran slap over him. When he hit the ground, you could see the dust come up. So I said to myself, I hope I didn't scare him of playing football. When I got to him, he stood up, he wiped the dirt off, he shook his head side to side, and he said, Ooh, Dad, I got to pay attention. Let's try it again. And I knew then, man, because you can't teach football. It has to be something within you because this is a brutal sport. The
3: boy was special. And I hate that the world didn't have the opportunity to see his talent before it was abruptly taken away from him.
0: April 27, 2018 started off like most spring Fridays. Rodney Sr. went to work at Walmart and the kids went off to school. Mary would normally be working too, but she had to drive out of town that day. Afternoon came and Sr. received that call from Davidson High School's athletic trainer.
2: And she said she was calling because there had been an incident and Rodney had been injured. So immediately I'm thinking, how could he have been injured? Because this was the first, second day of practice and he's a quarterback.
0: Just to clarify, quarterbacks at any level are priority one. You'll hear coaches everywhere scream, you got to protect the quarterback. In practices and especially spring training, quarterbacks usually wear these red bibs that literally mean, do not hit me. So I remember asking her how,
2: and she said, well, I think he was hazed. And to be honest with you, when she said, I I didn't even, I'm thinking, what do you mean, hazed? He was hazed. I don't, because I guess it just wasn't computing to me. I mean, I've heard of hazing, but it didn't make sense to me at the time. I said, what do you mean,
0: hazed? Senior hung up and headed to the school. On the way, he called Mary and told her what he knew. She was just as confused as he was.
3: I thought you told me this was spring training where there is no contact, he's wearing shorts and helmet. That's the on my way back to Mobile.
2: No, I told her, don't turn around. I'm going to get here. Somebody's going to explain to me what happened. I'll take him to the doctor, and I'll handle it.
0: Senior also called Rodney's uncle's who were closer to the school and could get there sooner. When he pulled up and saw his son... He's kind
2: of leaning, sitting down, almost like on the curb by the light post, and he was holding his arm, and he had to be at least 15 yards away from me. And I could tell from that distance that his arm was broken. I mean, it looked like an ant bed was in the middle of his arm. It was just sitting up just that high. Of course, I'm furious because now I don't see any coaches. I don't see any trainers. I I don't see anybody. I remember seeing a kid and I questioned him, you know, because I was pissed at this time. I I mean, I asked him, did he have anything to do with it? You know, because I'm at this point, I'm just knowing some kid jumped on my child. And I see he's standing up there and he's a football player. And he's like, no, sir. No, it wasn't me. But the coach, he just left. I'm like, what do you mean? He said, he got in his car and left.
0: Senior himself was a youth football coach. And if anything ever happened at one of his practices, he would feel like it was his duty to stay with the kid and even bring him to the hospital. To be fair, the head coach and trainer did wait and talk to two of Rodney's uncles and his sister, who was also a student at Davidson. But when Senior arrived, he didn't find anybody from Davidson's coaching staff or school leadership. So he drove to the hospital with his son. When the doctor checks him over,
2: she had us sitting there for hours and hours. And I'm thinking, when are they going to let us go?
0: And the next thing I know, the police walk in. Turns out Rodney's injuries look so severe that the doctor had no other choice. It was the hospital's legal obligation to call the police. She said, this is assault. Mary got back to Mobile the next day. When she saw Rodney, his injuries were worse than she'd imagined.
3: To see your child like this, he looked like, and I hate to use this analogy, God knows I do, because it burns me to even see something like this, but he looked like a runaway slave that had been beaten. You understand me, Iggy? I felt like... They treated him like he was an animal.
0: He had a concussion, a broken arm, and his teammates had beaten his face so badly, he needed his braces rewired. But when it came to getting the truth out of their son, about who did this to him and why, Rodney stayed quiet.
3: He was just real vague with his answers.
0: He was so, so timid,
2: man. He was so, he wouldn't talk. I don't care what the situation rodney had been in. Rodney was the type of child. If he got in trouble, he'd meet you at the door telling you what he did wrong. He finally
0: opened up two days later.
3: I remember hugging him and I said, now you going to tell me everything? You want to tell me the good, the bad, and the ugly? Did you get into a fight with someone? Did you get into an argument? He said, no, ma'am. I said, well, I don't understand. They just walked up to you and started hitting you? He said, they told me they were going to get me. I said, what do you mean? Who is they? I said, how many boys jumped on you? Three, four? He said, no, ma'am, I think 15. Rodney said one of the boys came from behind and put him in the headlock. That's when the other one grabbed his feet. And Rodney said they took him in, threw him in the field house, and they locked the door. And he said that when they grabbed his arm, he felt his arm snap. He said he just had to lay there. He he said, I just kept calling Jesus, Jesus, Jesus until it was over. They recorded the beating. And they came out of the field house bragging about how they kicked his ass and stomped him. And they were laughing.
0: Rodney's big sister, Gabby, was the first in the family to see that video. She immediately called her dad. She could barely talk. She was sobbing. And she just kept
2: saying, Dad, they they didn't have to know him like that. Why did they do him like And I'm like, Gabby, what are you talking about? And as as I'm talking, the message come through my phone ding. And she said, just look at the video. And she hung up. I mean, it's like I almost like I had an out-of-body experience. It's like I just got numb. I got halfway through. And it's like I I just couldn't control myself, man. And uh, and I just said, let me. I got to finish watching it, so I finished watching it, and
0: I, I lost it. I remember, I, I remember, I just lost it. The original video was on Snapchat. All I could find is a 33-second recording of some kids watching it. The video's blurry and shaky. But you can clearly see about a dozen players, dressed only in the school's yellow football shorts, pummeling a defenseless Rodney on the floor. Rodney is now 19, but he's still reliving that day. I can so much as smell something
1: that'll remind me of that day. The smell of fresh grass. And I'm instantly pissed. I'm instantly shutting down. I don't want to talk. Just because a broken arm can heal and a broken back can heal does not fix the shit that happened. And that's what people don't understand. Yeah, the hazing is over with, but shit, feels like I'm steadily being hazed to this day.
0: Along with the rest of his injuries, a psychologist diagnosed Rodney with PTSD.
1: I've had to go through psychiatry therapy, go to the psychologists. I've had to do multiple amounts of talking, testing. I've tried praying. I've tried smoking. I've tried drinking. I've tried sex. I've tried the whole nine. I really haven't felt safe since 2018, if we want to be honest. Like, I had real dreams of going back to the school, killing the football team. No one left behind. And I don't like to think this way because it's not right. But I'm sorry. I just can't take it. Mama, I'm sorry. Don't do that. We, we're not going to do it with violence
3: now. We've come too far. I keep telling that.
0: It might be shocking to hear Rodney say this. But violent ideation against the people who harmed you is a pretty common response to trauma. Rodney was just a kid. A freshman with a dream. Was he going to be the next NFL superstar? Maybe. Maybe not. Honestly, it doesn't really matter either way. Because the thing is, he never even got a chance to try. He never got to play varsity, let alone have a shot at a college scholarship. In fact, doctors told the Kims that Rodney should never play football or any contact sport ever again. And What do you tell a child, man?
2: Doing everything right, grades did everything you asked him. And they ask you why. What you supposed to say?
0: Rodney said it himself. What happened in the Davidson locker room started out as playing around. If you were on a high school team, That kind of pranking and messing with the new guys might sound pretty familiar. Senior, who played football at Davidson years ago, remembers it well. We would take their mouthpiece or
2: something and hide it, or they put some pepper on it or something crazy like that. Or they take their helmet and put it in the shower. Now you're late for practice because you can't find your helmet, and now you got to run laps. That's the kind of silly stuff we did
0: to freshmen. We never physically put our hands on people. So how did things go this far with Rodney? Was it personal? Or was he just the next one up?
3: I just want to know why. Why my son? I want to know why anybody's child. Why, why this kind of violence to, to this magnitude? I need closure.
0: After the break, I try to find the players who hazed Rodney to try to understand why and how things went wrong.
2: I'm sorry, who
0: are you? My name's Iggy Mondo. I'm actually looking for but I was given this number. That's my child, and you're a journalist. There's a lot more to come on Rodney's story, and there's so much more to learn about hazing culture in high schools today. But to hear the rest of this episode and the entirety of this six part series, you'll have to follow us at ROS Presents Roughhouse. That's ROS Presents Roughhousing, wherever you get your podcasts.